All right, I got something, man. Let's do a let's do like a nationwide shout out. I like that. Let's you go. Like this? How about a little flavor? That good? I like it. Back with Nationwide in Houston, cause this journey's just begun. Let's go, kid. Nationwide. See y'all in Houston. Dos Marcos Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. There's a moment when we were at the Nationwide event, day two, after our speech, when I saw Jeff Rose, and I wish I had a camera, because the expression on his face and his entire body language was one of great relief and (laughs) happiness. Can you blame him? But I saw him, and he went from, you know, Jeff, he was giving us thumbs up, hey guys, how you doing? He was on the phone a lot, he was you know, doing member support things around the showroom floor at Nationwide Primetime. To the day two, Jeff was like effervescent. Like, hey guys, how you doing? Thumbs up. You could just tell he was so happy. But whenever you, when we came to him and Mike Whitaker and Jerry and these guys, and we said, here's the speech that we're going to give, that we want to give at Mattress University. I can see why he would be a little bit nervous. Well, I, wh- why not? We were nervous. So, I mean, not like we've started a speech like that ever before. Number one, we've never given a speech together, so that's complicated in and of itself. Secondly, to dress up in boxing outfits and Rocky music and uh, trot out there and trying to get the audience involved, and then you get Jeff and Mike and uh, Mr. Fisher all on stage. Johnny Lamp. Johnny Lamp. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot that can go wrong, and it's a little bit corny, and is the audience going to be... Matter of fact, I talked to people in the audience, friends of mine, and they were like, oh my gosh, and they didn't know what we were doing. They thought, this is going to be a disaster. Because, you know, when you you come out and you try to pull something like that off, sometimes it doesn't go well, but... Um, yeah, so I get why he was nervous and, uh, grateful that he took the plunge with us because it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And the funny thing was we were trying to get a lot of people involved because you're going to probably see the speech at some point. So if you're listening on the podcast nationwide is going to have a video recording of, of the speech that we gave. So you'll be able to see in all of its glory what happened, but here's the, the 10 cent version of it. We play the Rocky theme song music. I've got a an American flag robe on. Mark Quinn, you are the trainer Mick, like we're doing a scene out of Rocky. We come out, 
we're shadow, you know, we're shadow boxing all the way through the aisles. We don't just come out on stage and like say, Hey, here we are. And then, you know, we have the big bad Amazon character come out and we actually have a staged boxing match. And it's all to set up this idea for our speech, which is the five fights you're in and have to win. So we wanted to come out of the gates with this, this fight theme and some theatrics. And, and we know from, you know, what we do on the marketing side of things that you got to grab people's attention. It was three o'clock in the afternoon. We knew people were going to be maybe a little bit tired from the night before in New Orleans. And we're like, we got to amp it up. We got to get people, we got to get them feeling something. And, and so that's kind of the, the tack we took. Well, the context was the first hour of Mattress University was Jerry Honey on stage with uh, Derek Miller with SSB. And then second hour was Steve Rusing, Steve Rusing with Temper Seeley. So they're sitting there for two hours, like watching two guys on stage have a conversation. And so plus we went on at 3 p.m., which is like, you know, that's not easy because everyone's just after lunch and getting tired. It's that kind of day, part of the day where you're getting a little lethargic and you're in New Orleans, Kinsley. So you hear, you know, in the, in the background, in your head, you're hearing trumpets and jazz bands and cocktails being served. And you're like, let's get out of here. But you know, to the credit of the audience, they got into it with us. They were cheering and having a lot of fun, got out of their seats. And uh, I, I think the whole day, Mattress University, uh, Jeff and Mike and all those guys really pulled off something great. I wonder, I'm trying to figure out who the guy was. When I was coming down the aisle, you're my trainer. And so you put up your hands and I was, I had boxing gloves on and I was throwing punches and you were taking a swing and I was ducking. And then some guy in the audience, I wish I knew who it was, said, no, I want to do that. And he put up his hands and I was throwing punches at his hands. I'm like thinking to myself, please don't miss. <laughs> please don't miss. You don't want to knock out the members for Nationwide. Um, and then there was one guy who, you, you, the, the poor guy that like showed up to the session late. So as we were coming in the room, he was kind of sitting down. I'm like, uh-uh, stand back up. Let's go. You and me, you think you can take this guy on? So I start jacking with the guy saying, you want to fight my guy? You want to fight my guy? And he's like, yeah, I'll take him on. It was hilarious. Oh, that's how you got pulled into it. I oh, I, it was same guy. Yeah, then same yes. Guy, okay. Let me tell you something, though. A lot of it's a blur. Can you, like, remember some of it? I mean, I think we're going to see the, the video back and go, oh, wow, I forgot that even happened. But Well, and I didn't even realize this was happening, but after we gave the speech, uh, you told me that everything we had rehearsed we did the opposite so it's for so example true. you know if i was going to give you know the the portion of the speech on you know 40,000 search results on amazon are, are for the term mattress like i did that part and and we rehearsed it in reverse and we got which is kind of funny because you know we only had like 120 podcast episodes to practice that but it was kind of a testament to, okay, you know, we, we kind of have this way of just playing off each other and picking up uh, even when things weren't going as, as planned. But I had a blast doing it. I mean, it was, it's nerve-wracking, you know, because we've given a lot of speeches individually. But when you get up on stage with somebody else, it can seem, number one, it can be very robotic if you're too rehearsed. Or it can seem, you know, too chaotic if you're unrehearsed. And, and I think that all the time we spent doing the podcast and uh, just hanging out and having fun really came in handy. And I hope the people at the, at the speech had a good time. We'll see because they give reviews. Well, 
I mean, you know, pointing out the obvious, but when it ends in a standing ovation, I think you have a pretty good indication that it was good. And thank goodness for Greg Law. We didn't ask him to do that. But the, the very first people, did you see someone standing up? The very first people I saw stand up in a standing ovation was Greg and Katie Law. So, uh, you know, thanks to them for uh, for getting that going. We, <laughs> so, we That was a big bonus. They said in the history of Nationwide, they've only had two standing ovations. One was for Jim McInvale at Gallery Furniture. Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac. And then the other one was for us. So, And it's not about us. That What you and I were more most nervous about was just wanting to get their attention, capture attention, uh, make it fun. Because when you're having fun, you tend to learn more and remember more. And deliver content that was meaningful that they could take home and actually do something with. So we were more concerned about not delivering on that promise and serving that audience. And uh, so luckily for us, we pulled that off. But You remember the old Seinfeld routine? Did you ever see this one about standing ovations? No. He's like, there's always that one person. And they have to be toward the front of the room. And then you're sitting around going, okay, are we doing this now? Do I have, and then you, ha- you kind of half stand up and like, then the, then they start trickling in and he gives the whole commentary about the psychology of the audience. Whenever one person decides we're doing the standing ovation. Okay. I'm doing the standing ovation. All right. I'll, I'll get up. Fine. And, yeah. Th- no, but we, we do appreciate that very much. And, and we wanted to come in and really uh, cause a, a sea change inside people to, to help them understand these fights that they're in and how to win them. You know, because you don't have to lay down and die. And, you know, we, we did, you know, kind of map a lot of this back to Nationwide, too, and say, hey, look, you know, as a Nationwide member, you have these resources available to help you take on Amazon and direct-to-consumer and these phony mattress review sites and acquisition costs and lack of foot traffic and all these fights that you're in. And, and I think that, I think from the commentary I got and the feedback after the fact, people walked away inspired and ready to fight, you know, ready to compete. Here's my concern, like you're always going to be critical of your own performance and something like that. But my concern for myself was I felt a couple times and I checked it with you afterwards and a couple other people. But I felt sometimes like I was like, um, I don't know what the right word is, but um, screaming in the audience, not screaming at them, but um, preaching maybe. And maybe it was a little too hard. But here's the thing. There's real tension in it, because if you don't really rattle the cage of people sitting in your audience in particular with some of this, because you know that some of the people in the audience and we'll get into the content here in a minute, but some of the people in the audience were actually doing some of the things they shouldn't be doing. If you don't rattle their cage, if they don't get a little irritated or upset in some way over what you're saying, then you're really not ever going to impact them to a point where they're going to go back and do something differently. We were not there to tow any type of company line we were there Didn't to really wake, care. wake them up to the yeah. truth. And, and the truth, you know, we, I hope that we laid that out, but you're right. You don't want somebody saying, oh, that was, that was nice. You want them walking away saying, I'm reinvigorated to go and apply some of, this, some of these ideas, or I'm a little bit scared, and I didn't even know that I should be paying attention to some of the stuff that, you know, Dos Marcos was talking about, for example. Um, but yeah, milk toast um, is, is never the goal. And uh, we want people to to get out there and take some swings and really, you know, start acting on some of the ideas that um, that we're throwing out and the, and the ones that you pick up in other places. You know, um, and, and yes, and, and there's so many places to pick up on it. And they were in the room. It was our job to um, do something that they could take away and be actionable with. 
So it may irritate you to hear some of what we were saying. You may um, want to argue or debate a tactic or an approach to the solution, but you just can't argue with the reality that these next five things are in fact happening every day. And if you don't have a strategy, you are not going to be around long because this stuff is really important to be focused on. So I'm going to plant the seed of something here, here real quickly that's going to come up later in the show. Um, while on stage, I chased around a stuffed chicken. Well, let's be more specific. Chicken Stanley. Chicken let's Stanley. let's rewind, actually, because we were on our way. Wait, what was it? That was after we went to the quarter. We had Chicken Stanley after the speech. Yeah. So Chicken Stanley. So if you remember the scene from Rocky where Mick, the trainer, released a chicken and said, you got to be quick on your feet. If you can't catch this chicken, you're never going to be a good boxer, you know, and and Rock's like, that's stupid, man. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't want to do this. Like, what? This is dumb. We'll chase the chicken around. And so, not bad, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so then Rocky's chasing around the chicken, and then finally, you know, as the montage progresses, he finally is able to catch the chicken. So in our skit that we were doing, I'm chasing around the stuffed chicken, who became known as Chicken Stanley. We'll get to that in a minute. And finally, when I'm able to catch the chicken then that's the indication that I'm ready to fight Amazon. So we go through the whole thing. And then after the fact, Mike Whitaker is like, you should bring Chicken Stanley to the TSI party. And I said, great. We had to make a stop downtown. Annie, Annie Olson's birthday party. Annie Olson. A lot of people know Annie from the industry. You're good friends with her. Harry was there. And so we stopped down in the French Quarter. And I'm like, carrying around this stuffed chicken that creates a lot of conversation when you're in New Orleans. Well, but the, the funny part of it to me was like a stuffed chicken walking into a bar under a guy's arm would normally be like, what in the world are you doing with the stuffed chicken? But there it was like, eh. You couldn't believe the number of people that wanted to get their picture made with chicken Stanley. Now, there was a lady and she was at the bar and she's like, hey, can I see that? And uh, we started telling her about, I told her about the speech and how, you know, the, the, the chicken was just hanging out with us. And she goes, it reminds me, like, you guys should take pictures of him in different places throughout the French Quarter and throughout New Orleans. It reminds me of Flat Stanley. And I did, I'd heard that term, but I couldn't quite place it. But if you're parents, you might know about this or even kids. Flat Stanley was like this it was kind of like a little scavenger hunt type thing where you took flat Stanley and it was a picture of this flat guy and his name was Stanley and you took him on vacation and you put him in all these different locations and you took a picture of flat Stanley. And I said, you know what, in honor of you telling me that story about flat Stanley, we're going to name him chicken Stanley. And so he became known as chicken Stanley. And I do, if you go to Dos Marcos Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Dos Marcos podcast, you can see a photo album dedicated to Chicken Stanley. I don't know how many pictures people took with Chicken Stanley and at the Temper Sealy party, which was amazing. AKA the scene of the crime. Scene of the crime, uh, which is next. Uh, but the band was dancing with Chicken Stanley. I mean, I don't know, 10 people on the dance floor was dancing with Ch Chicken Stanley got into a conga line. I mean, it was uh, everybody liked that uh, chicken. So, and, and the worst part of it, Kinsley, is Chicken Stanley is missing. Currently missing. 
So somebody loved we're, them so We're much. holding out hope. I mean, we, we made a plea at center stage at the Nationwide Primetime event. We're on camera. We're going live from the center of Nationwide. And the camera zooms in on me. And I say, if you harm a feather on his head, I'm coming for you. And then I offered a it's, reward, which is based on however much money you had in your wallet. $14. Which was $14. So that reward stands. And Chad Fisher up to the ante. And I think his kids let him have a few dollars out of their wallets. Wow. So that's kindness. We're holding out hope. Good. Well, hey, Chicken Stanley, if you're out there, we're thinking about you. We're thinking about you. We hope they're treating you well. But let's get into this, Kinsley. We want to talk a little bit about the content of the speech. Uh, you talked about it a minute ago, five fights you're in and have to win. The first fight was Amazon, and everybody knows what's going on there. The commoditization of betting, uh, the betting category, they're driving incredible business through um, through the platform. And uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's something everyone's having to deal with. It's the good enough mentality, I think. It's $240 queen-size mattresses at two, uh, excuse me, with... With you know five star reviews, you know twenty five thousand five star reviews, so it's an issue, and uh, they're taking business out of the market, and so we wanted to talk about that. So let's talk them through some of the solutions we gave. Well, first of all, th this actually kind of came out of our mouths pretty organically during the speech, but educating your customers about Amazon reviews, I think, is very important. And what I mean by that is, if you look at the twelve inch green tea Zenus mattress. You know, I called it a, you know, a hunk of foam wrapped in a paper towel because that's about the quality of this mattress. Well, it has 28,000 plus five-star reviews. And whenever you pop that thing open, I've seen it. Some of them don't recover. So clearly there's a disconnect between the, the accuracy of the reviews and what's truly happening with consumers. And I said, look, here's what you need to be telling your customers when they come in your store. These reviews are bogus for the most part, because whenever Amazon sends out the, the prompt for someone to review that product, it's usually within a, a couple of weeks of when they purchase the product. The problems with mattresses like these don't always reveal themselves in the first two weeks. It could be six months down the road. So help people understand, educate them on the problems with mattresses don't reveal themselves in the first two weeks. And that's what these reviews are based on. So how can they be accurate? So education is a big piece of that. No doubt. In, in the knockout punch, as we put in the speech, which is essentially in the spirit of the fight theme, um, how, do you, how, do, how do you handle it? And you have to build your own reviews. You really do. You have to make sure that your reputation online is solid. Uh, and be findable in search. You know, Amazon is a search engine. And so it's important that... Um, you know, c consumers are going there to find a mattress in your own markets, make absolutely sure that your SEO is optimized and you're able to be found in search. And I'll tell you something on the search note. Here's a, a tactical thing that you can use that I have personally used for different projects and, and had success with. It's called rank pay, R-A-N-K, rank pay. And if, so if you search rank pay, um, it's a firm based out of San Diego and they only make you pay whenever you rank higher. So page three costs you something, page two costs you a little more, the first page of Google costs you more, and the top three results on Google cost you more. But I'm telling you, if you're not ranking for your local search terms that you wanna own, like 
mattress in Ohio or something like that, you know, if you have a big footprint in Ohio or a mattress in Sandusky, Ohio, like if you're not ranking for that, you better get your act in, in yeah, order right sure. now. And so there, there are ways to do that. And then of course, the secondary piece of that is making sure that you have somebody who optimizes your site for search, make sure your title tags, make sure your naming structure for your photos is all buttoned up and somebody can go through and do an audit and, and optimize your, your, your site for search, but that's tactical, but you need to pay attention to it. I like it too, because it's performance based. If you get pushed higher than you pay, which should be fine. Um, how about this to compelling offers? So, you know, it's, you know, the, the product price and promotion, uh, crack cocaine that seems to be so present in our, in our industry, the, the offers are big, but it's also attention. You got to figure out how to grab the attention. So the offers not being what everybody else is doing, right? So you got to think creatively around what kind of hook you're going to bring them in on. Yeah. Cause you're not going to compete with the same offer that Amazon is offering. So for example, they're going to be cheaper than you and they're probably going to be as fast as someone would expect them to be, which is two day prime shipping. So you can beat them with, um, you know, an offer of a deeper catalog and same day delivery. You can beat them on delivery. That's the beauty of having a local store. You can deliver the same day if you have that product in stock. So it's probably going to, uh, influence your merchandising decisions because you're probably going to narrow your catalog, um, so that you have it on hand and you can deliver it. Uh, but also don't play their game in terms of price, like make the offer like, Hey, it's shark week, win a free shark with any purchase. You know, you're giving away baby sharks, but something to grab attention, fun, fun offers, offers that, that align with your brand and magnify your brand, not interrupt it. Make sure that it's kind of part of the fabric of who you are. You know, I like the, the thought you had to Kinsley on, you know, you, we, we read an article on Kohl's and you may have heard this where Kohl's is saying, hey, you buy something on Amazon, you want to return it, come into Kohl's, we'll hook you up and make it easy for you. So they're going to box it up, tape it up, ship yeah. it back for you. No problem. Do it all. Hit the easy button. Kohl's will make it easy. And they get the traffic into their store. How many people buy stuff on Amazon that maybe they don't want and they need to return? Brilliant, in my opinion, for, for, for Kohl's. Now, for the mattress industry, how many people have bought beds on Amazon or even go further with direct-to-consumer? If you, if you offer some kind of hook to let them bring any of those bed in a box products back to your store and you will take care of them in some way, fill in the blank and whatever works in terms of business model for you. How brilliant is that? So they don't have a touch point for the product in a brick and mortar store, but you can become that for them. And it's a great thing to push. You're kind of flying the flag saying, Hey, the quality is not going to be there. That's true. And you can create... You're suggesting it, right? Hey, yeah. look, when you, when it's not good for you anymore, then you can bring it back to our store. Second thing we talked about, and that's that's Amazon. Um, and this kind of dovetails with Amazon is that the second fight you're in is with direct consumer. You know, roughly 20% of the mattress market is online e-commerce. Um, we saw an article recently that there are over 175 brands selling direct to consumer online. And that's just what we know about. So this is well established. We understand the the tide has changed and more and more mattresses are being sold online. We think that the price points are compressing downward in the online channel. And some of the brands that are trying to move up market are having a tough time doing so. Um, so that makes it a more considered purchase when somebody does walk into your brick and mortar store. 
it means that they are probably willing to spend a little bit more. Um, but, but, but you're in that fight. You're in a fight with direct-to-consumer. Uh, you know it. A lot of people have modified their strategy to, to have compressed rolled mattresses in their retail store um, to kind of take away the magic of that from the online players. Um, but you, but you got to use this as an opportunity to really fight back. You know, and, and part of the way to fight back there is to tell your story. I mean, it, it is amazing um, to me. So Nationwide did a, a brief scan of, I, I want to say it was like 50, it was probably more, um, of their Nationwide dealer websites. And they looked at everybody's About Us page. And people, for the most part, don't do a great job at telling their story. The About Us page is, you know, really not that compelling, uh, nothing emotional in it, and doesn't really give the consumer audience in that trade area a reason to want to come in and spend money. And we talk about it, Kinsley, about being a place that is preferred versus just a place to conduct a transaction. If you make me feel something, if I think you're a good actor in the community, if I see you doing good things, if I think that you're taking great care of your people, if I love the story and how your business started, whatever it is, tell your story, guys, out there, if you're listening to this. And part of that story might be the add-on of shopping local. Like, people like to shop local. Uh, and so those two things combined could really make a difference for people. Instead of getting people to pause and go, you know, maybe I don't want to buy it online. You know, there's this guy right down the street. He said he would take care of me. I do have a fear that the product isn't going to last or be great. Uh, and so they'll come if you've earned it and if you've built value and if you've told your story well. I've used this analogy in the past and I think it's still relevant. I remember I was just getting some food one day and I looked up and there was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym in the strip mall. And I thought, man, that's intimidating. Did you go challenge anybody in there? No, but I thought it's intimidating to think about yeah. walking in there for the first time. Once you do it once, it's not a big deal. But can you imagine if you found somebody you know, on TV or on social media that, that was the gym owner and saying, hey, we know that this can be scary. Here's what your experience is going to go like the first time you come here. And you really take them through that. Because if somebody's gone there in their mind first, they're far more likely to go there in person. So engage their imagination. Say, when you walk in, here's what's going to happen. And here's the second thing that's going to happen. And here's the third thing that's going to happen. And, and we're going to help you, you know, and you really uh, map out that experience for them and, and spell it out and engage their imagination. That's an advantage you have, but you got to use it. You got to be willing to do it. Yep. And um, on that point, speaking of experience, um, why not fit your customer? If you really use that language when you're talking to people in your advertising and say, look, you can buy a bed online. That's fine. But to really have a great sleep experience, you, you absolutely need to be fitted at the same time for a pillow that matches the particular mattress that you purchase with the way that you sleep. Uh, there are sheets that could address certain issues like recovery if you're an athlete or sleeping cool. We talked about pure care a lot here, Kinsley, where um, they have different types of products that literally can address a lot of those issues. And then you're able to you know, add to ticket and add to margin um, by having that conversation that way. But if you fit them, that's an experience they have in your sort. They cannot have that experience online. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, hey, let's pause on that for a second. Pure care. Because we were out on the show floor and it was super cool because during the speech, uh, we, we got a chance to talk to Sarah Bergman ahead of time and said, hey, look, 
why don't we have some Dos Marcos t-shirts at the, the primetime event? And so anybody that was at the speech that stopped by the Pure Care booth to check out the new Zensory weighted blanket uh, or the Frio sheets um, or the mattress protectors with technology and health benefits built into it, they got a free Dos Marcos t-shirt and they went through all of them. Well, Jason came over and he said, yeah, I said, are the shirt, are you able to give the shirts away? My concern was we'd have to like pay people to take them. Right. Cause they're like, who the heck is Dos Marcos? But actually, um, and so he said, nah, they're not really moving. And I'm like, oh man, that just really bummed me out. So I went over there and I said, where are the shirts given to me? I'm like, we're doing these podcasts with everyone. And he's like, yeah, we only have five left. <laughs> So he was messing with us, but giving you a hard time. Yep. Well, we thank you, Pure Care, for your sponsorship and your partnership as well. And um, you know, we got a care kit coming. I can't wait to get the care kit and start, you know, experiencing some of the products. I'm fired up because we we talk about Pure Care and we know it's how Pure Care Kit. Pure Care Kit. Uh, you said it's it's a sheet Christmas. Is what your email said? Yes. It's a sheet Christmas. <laughs> so she's, It's a sleep essentials Christmas. Sleep essentials. So she's going to send us a bunch of stuff, pillows and protectors and sheets. So we're going to sleep on these um, and uh, get our experience from our wife and from each other uh, and uh, bring it back to this podcast. And we're going to talk about the impact that stuff has on us. It's fine to preach this stuff, but we're going to live it. And we're going to go back to you and say, hey, you know what? Here's some of our sleep issues. This is how they addressed it with their products. And we're going to see how we do. And, and it really fits in nicely with what we're talking about, about fitting your customers for the right mattress. Because here's the deal. If you're trying to tell your story and get people to push shop local and you say, hey, we can fit you for a mattress. What you, what you really, I think, should do is say, and we're going to help you design your sleep system. Love that, yeah. Because fitting you for the right mattress and getting the ergonomics correct and the comfort correct is great. But whenever people start having these one-off nuanced issues with temperature, with just general comfort, with recovery, you need to build value in a system because that's going to up your average ticket. And it's going to help people understand that don't isolate it to just one thing. Really invest in that spot that's going to give you recovery and help you feel effervescent the next day and help you go out and change the world in your own way because you've got better sleep. But if you just isolate it to one item, I think you're shortchanging yourself. Totally agree. And what you said in there too was alluding to process, selling process. And that's what I like about Pure Care. They come in and they coach you. They say, here's product. That's fine. Here's display. That's fine. It needs to look good, right? But this is how you sell it. This is where you introduce it. This is how you sell it. This is how you build your ticket. So I love that they've thought through it to that degree. So Kinsley, rising acquisition cost. Another fight you're in. You have to win round three. By the way, our presentation slides that you put together had some pretty attractive ring girls on there. I thought we might get in a little trouble, but we didn't. So that wasn't bad. Well, hey, I thought if you're in a boxing match, and you're the ring girl. Center, you're gonna have the ring short card girl walking around. I mean, I know that, you know, I'm I'm a 21st century man like anybody, but th- this was a normal thing in boxing matches. They weren't in bathing suits. I'm like, suits. I'm just trying to put the the boxing. Yeah, they weren't make, exactly make the whole Jean thing shorts. right. All right. So anyway, the acquisition, acquisition cost, cost is going up. We know that a lot of these e-commerce companies don't have to be profitable. They're dumping a mu- bunch of money in 250 dollars plus just to acquire a customer. They're trying to take market share. They're trying to build brands. Some of them are probably trying to IPO. Um, but you don't have that same luxury as a, as a local or regional retailer. So how are you going to, how are you going to fight those rising acquisition costs? But you know, it's interesting. We, when we talked to, we were on a podcast recently with Rick Anderson go search our site for it. Um, actually this will probably 
post this podcast will air before that. So in an upcoming episode, I think that's how it will work, right? That's right. Uh, we talked to Rick Anderson about this. So go definitely listen to that because Rick has some interesting thoughts here. But And Rick he, is the president of Temper Sealy North America. And it's a great podcast, really insightful. Yeah, he so did. It's coming up. Make sure you're subscribed. Just go to dosmarcospodcast.com and get on our email list. He did a terrific job of explaining a lot: mattress firm relationship, adjustable bag giveaways, everything. But anyway, so the message um, is so important, Kinsley, because it's a fight for attention. Is it, and that's really what it is. It's your ability to um, instead of so if you're if you're paying money for an ad then if your ad looks like everyone else's ad, you'll get one result. If your ad is unique, we went talked about it a minute ago with offer. If your ad is unique, if it's compelling, if it's sexy, if it's different, if it's creative, then your ad dollar is going to go a really long way because it's going to be a lot more effective for you. Yeah, and it, you got to create an experience that's remarkable. And I know the term remarkable gets kind of bandied about, but what does it mean? It means somebody is willing, unprompted, to go tell someone else about your business and the experience they had. You know, if somebody's sitting around at home and saying, hey, you know, my back's kind of hurting. If the other person sitting across from them doesn't say, you've got to go see this person at this mattress store because it was incredible. Like if that doesn't come to their mind, you failed right out of the gates. And I, I told the story about, you know, the, uh, the three Christmas tree guys. Oh yeah, Minnesota dressing up as. But it, yeah, so it was. It's a good example of create a remarkable experience because these three guys had a Christmas tree business. They went out for some beer because the business wasn't doing good, and they decided competitive business delivering Christmas trees. You betcha. So they decided, hey, let's dress up as as elves, and then let's go deliver Christmas trees that way, and we'll get people talking. Two out of the three three voted for that to happen. They started dressing up as elves. So as soon as you, Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Three guys are right outside your door dressed up as elves. They bring in the Christmas tree. They have the Christmas tree stands. They flip on the iPhone. They start playing Christmas tunes. And you know what the guy does? The guy, the guy and the gal that are there at the house, the homeowners, they start snapping photos. They start sharing on Facebook. They start texting their friends. They automatically made a remarkable experience, an experience upon which they were willing to remark to somebody unprompted. Here's what happens here, and I love that story, and this is this is probably how that goes down at the house. Honey, get the door! All right! Honey, Gladys, there's an elf at the door. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> you answer your door and there's an elf standing there. Are you like, why oh, is there an elf at my door? There's an elf at the door. Let me take off all my clothes and I'll answer the door. <laughs> oh, honey. Or how about this one? Honey, there's more elves at the door. Think that <laughs> there's ever another happened? elf at the there's door. There's another elf at the Nobody's door. Nobody's ever going to say, if you are, there's another elf at the door, <laughs> then you failed. You got to create a remarkable experience. But do you tell can. someone about that, yeah, right? absolutely. So let me go back to where we set our, our, our standard Kinsley in the speech. We said before, so part of it's setting an expectation for yourself. Set a really hard, high bar. So if your expectation is to sell someone and they're happy and then they go and they leave and they don't complain about their product, that's one thing. And I think that's price of entry and that's what a lot of people are doing. It's entirely different if your expectation is to blow them away with an experience in your store so much so that it is exciting enough for them to tell people about, which is the elf story. So for you and I in the speech, we said, we're going to go into this. We want to be the highlight of any speech that's given. We want to be the best 
educational experience or talk that anybody sees their entire time in New Orleans with the nationwide event. And um, if we don't do that, then we feel like we have failed. And that was what we told the nationwide guys too. We said, this is what we want to do. And so I think it's cool. It's like says to yourself prior to going into anything you're doing, set the bar high. And it may seem really like a stretch goal, but um, better to shoot for that and fall a little bit short than to shoot lower, right? Yeah, shoot for the stars and you might make it to the moon, right? At the very least, you'll fall among the moon, yeah. So, so no, it's shoot for the moon. At the very least, you fall among the stars. Isn't Is that, that what you're saying? That's Zig Ziglar, man. I think That's old school up. stuff. No, it's Zig Ziglar, I swear to you. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I believe you. I believe you. What I don't, no, you don't. You're looking at me like, I believe you, not really. I believe you, Come but on. what I don't believe are most mattress review sites. No, that's for sure. And that's the fifth, the fourth fight you're in. It was phony mattress review sites, and we took people through a little game of fair or bias, and we put up some of the mattress review sites, and you know, if you, if you dig into this, and goodbed.com has done a fine job of tracking some of the phony mattress review sites, or at least the ones that... Uh, really lean toward the appearance of being biased. About 20%, one out of five sites on the internet that are mattress review sites are affiliated with a brand. And so that gives them the appearance of impropriety because we know that that traffic is being pushed over to their brand so people would complete a transaction. So you're up against that. You're up against that phony mattress review sites and you need to educate people when they come in. We talked about the Amazon reviews. We need, we need to continue down this path of telling people what's actually happening with the review sites. And here's, here's the scary part. When you go online as a consumer and you search for a mattress, let's say you do that first, the odds are fairly high that you're going to come upon a mattress review site that is not fair and unbiased. But people want so badly to be told what to do, they'll listen to almost anyone. And so... First page of Google, okay, that guy, this guy, yeah, maybe it's not fair, but he did a review and I kind of understand what he's saying and that mattress looks pretty good and it's probably better than what I have. Click purchase sold. Well, it's a confusing process. We've known that forever. And um, so anyone who can help simplify it, right, you get paid to simplify things. It's not easy to do either. So um, here's, here's where I felt like I got a little bit on a soapbox. There's a couple points. This was one of them. And the comment was, if you don't address this stuff, if you choose not to have a voice, if you choose not to expose the problem and talk about it with your customers, because here's the reality. There is no one bed for everyone, just fact of the matter. And um, there isn't like the top 10 beds ever made. That doesn't exist. The best bed for every person depends on that person, their body shape. Uh, how old are you? How active are you? Are you having pain? So for websites to be so disingenuous that they try to post this clickbait content, if you're a retailer and you're listening to this and you are not having this conversation in social media or you're not having this conversation with your consumer, you're missing a big opportunity to serve them and educate them on how to buy a mattress the right way. And we pointed out that Ryan Ferris, Mattress King, he's a nationwide member. He's putting out video content about like what's actually happening with many of these phony mattress review sites and he's fighting back you know he's targeting people in the oklahoma city area that are searching on youtube for mattress reviews and the pre-roll video is him and his sidekick telling people you can watch this phony mattress reviews video but the odds are good that it is kind of a scam 
and you should come in and try the mattress for yourself. And I love that they're fighting back and not just taking it laying down. You know what? The the way they did it to Kinsley, I hadn't seen this until you showed it to me. It is brilliant. It's funny. It's clever. It's direct. Um, as a matter of fact, can we link to this video? Are these guys okay with us sharing that? Sure. Yeah, I've got the video. We can we can link to it, uh, and you can go to Mattress King on YouTube, Mattress King, and you can find it. But it's so good. I loved it. So I think it's a, a really good Look way. Look for the guy in the plastic crown. No doubt. All right, five, five. Fight number five, lack of foot traffic. Um, boy, you know, this is certainly the issue. If you have the e-commerce guys, one of the other fights we talked about, um, it's, it's tougher getting people in the store these days, and hence the reason to max tickets. So think about this. Online furniture and betting sales, uh, they're going to top $15 billion, and it's up 6.4% according to ISPA. Um, as Furniture Today reports, um, I don't think you can really trust any of these numbers because the bed-in-the-box guys, e-commerce guys are doing so much business. So anyway, but the bottom line is they're pulling a lot of business out of the market. So you have to really be focused on how you bring people into your store. So Kinsley, talk about that. You got to act like the best in the business. I mean, there are great examples out there of people who are continuing to attract foot traffic. And you know, Mattress Mac is like, one of the prime examples. I mean, Gallery Furniture in Houston does more per square foot than I think any furniture store out there. And it's it's because Mac is consistent over time. He doesn't stop advertising. He doesn't stop promoting. He finds ways to truly serve people with same-day delivery. He finds ways to, ser to serve people that highlight his heart, which is opening up his store whenever Hurricane Harvey hit. And all those floor samples probably got ruined because people needed a spot to sleep, but it showed people his heart and it wasn't a one-time thing. It was consistency over time and it was really defining your values and living them out. You know what? I agree. And as much as we talk about Jim McInville and Gallery Furniture, Mattress Mac, he needs to buy us a really nice steak dinner. We should be like, we're like press agents for this guy. Yeah, but here's the deal. If you continue to give people a reason to talk about you, then you deserve it. No doubt. And he has done that. I mean, he is why, why are you talking this out of a steak dinner? I had Jim on a, on the hook for a nice steak dinner, and now you're talking this out of it. Uh, well, hey, Jim, if you want to buy <laughs> if you want to buy Mark Quinn and I a nice steak dinner, uh, we, we 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 I think we owe him a nice steak dinner. Okay, that's probably because fair. Yeah. he gives us so much great material that's to, to then share with the industry. Other incredible people in the mattress industry, Greg and Katie Law and their crew. How fun. Andrew and How Mark and Catherine and all the crew from Sweet Dreams. We finally got to meet them in person and we put them in our in our presentation because they do such a good job of saying this is who we are. We love to have fun. We love a good pun. We like to write mattress songs. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. Uh, so when I when I got to the event, Greg Law, I, I knew that we were going to get to see each other. And he sends me a text and he says, I just want you to know that when I see you for the first time, it's likely I'm going to come running at you hoping for a chest bump. <laughs> I said, it's all right for me because I have no personal space. So sh sure enough, as soon as I saw him, he like comes running at me and we did this chest bump and I bounced off and fell off into the aisle. But anyway, they are such cool people. And they did. They came by and and here's what blows me away. This is this is about you. I, I, I'm, I'm doing a pot or I'm finishing up with someone and I'm having a conversation on our podcast stage and I look over and you've got a guitar in your lap and I'm like, why the hell does Kinsley have a guitar in his lap? And literally this goes on for maybe 15 minutes and I didn't, I, I wasn't able to go over and talk to you and say, why are you like, where'd the guitar come from? What's going on? 
And then uh, I walk over there and you tell me that Andrew has written this song to Old Dirt Road. Is it Old Dirt Road? Old Town Road. Old Town Road. And uh, he wants us to be in his music video. Actually, you and I just kind of forced my way in it. But um, anyway, and so you're over there rehearsing this song. In like in 10 minutes, you literally learned how to play the sound, that song. And so it went literally in under one hour. Not only did he share the song and the lyrics, we learned the lyrics. You learned the song. Uh, we recruited people to be in the video with us. We, we found cameramen. We got mic'd up, lighting, and all of a sudden we're doing a, literally doing a mattress video that they're using to push out into the social media content, which I see you have your guitar. You know what? Should we give people a little little taste of it? Yeah, let's, let's hit them. Do you remember the words? Do you remember the words? Well, just this first part. All right. I'm going to take my mattress down the road, five-star delivery to your Gonna take my mattress down the road Five-star delivery to your home And then he breaks into some really good stuff Which we don't know But anyway, Andrew wrote that And so here we are on the show floor Literally so doing fun. Oh my gosh People are like, what the hell? And then what is it with those guys? Like at the end, Andrew was cracking me up And if you watch this video Watch Andrew just bust this out at the end of the song one, two, three, or in, in, in the tr- uno, dos, uno, dos, in, we're gonna win, we're gonna win. And he like literally lunges for it, it cracked me up. And when we were doing our podcast with those guys a couple different times, he goes, One, two, three, and everyone screams, We're gonna win. And I'm sure like people in the whole show for like, What is going on at the podcast stage? But yeah, I felt like we rattled the walls a few times, but they're you know, such great people, number one. Uh, and I feel like we really shared a lot in common, you know what I mean? Like the Dos Marcos kind of culture that we have and the people we, we end up um, kind of bring it to the table and then how they interact with their community and with each other, just such a positive thing. And, and so really fly the flag of who you are and be who you are in, in all ways and celebrate that. Well, the common thread is they like to have fun. And they know we do too. And I love it because it's contagious and being around them is fun. So, and then we gave some ideas and and really, if you want some ideas on how to bring people into your store for the foot traffic problem, go back and listen to 11 brainstorm ideas on attracting foot traffic. You can go to dosmarcospodcast.com. And if you type in 11 brainstorm ideas in the search bar, you can go back and listen to that, but it's a good spot to kind of pause and be like, we need to bring our people together brainstorm ways that people can uh that we can get people in the store outside of the, no- the normal selling cycle no doubt well here's 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 a couple of them are we going to go through any of those just yearly christmas choir competition um which is really cool bring that event into your space because kids that sing christmas music have parents that like to watch their kids sing christmas music slumber parties kind of crazy maybe get a baseball team or have a competition whoever wins it could come into your store and have a slumber party and how about wine kinsley yeah, you could do a wine tasting you know you could do something around the theme of relaxing and unwinding Sleep is one way. Having a glass of wine is another way. Maybe you could pull in some other elements that are all about relaxation. You know, maybe bring in a massage therapist, but it's the relaxation celebration. And then, you know, um, um, the last thing that we kind of talked about was sleep education. And, you know, of course, you know, I don't want to talk about sleep and educate people, but what if you partnered up with like local media and you followed like six student athletes and you got them on a good sleep schedule and you, you helped them understand sleep hygiene 
and how their performance is impacted uh, whenever they get the right amount of sleep. And then you set them up with a mattress and all the sleep essentials that go along with that. And then you track that and the media does maybe like a sweeps piece um, where they get to talk to these kids and the impact that, you know, better sleep has made on their life. You highlight the, you highlight people in your community, you have a media piece of the puzzle and then your business gets elevated as well. And the importance of sleep, you elevate that. And, and the education piece is so underserved. Um, people really still don't get it, Mark. They don't understand the importance of sleep. They don't understand sleep cycles. Parents don't understand the impact of caffeine on their children. Uh, this was the other bullet that really fires me up because I, you know, here's the good news. Sleep is in its infancy in terms of people really understanding the impact of it. Number one, how to do it right. And number two, the impact if you don't or the impact if you do. And so big opportunity with that. So, so that, that's the, uh, have some classes in your story. Yeah. That's the, uh, the fast track version of the speech and thank you to everybody who came and we, we had a blast doing it and we also exited on Rocky music again. You know, we were supposed to go down the center aisle. Do you remember that? By the way, the standing ovation might have been in part helped because this was the way we ended it. We want to thank everyone. We want to say God bless to you. God bless nationwide. And God bless the United States of America. Like, how do you not clap for that, right? I mean, that was, I felt like that we gamed that so hard. That's like a cheap way to get a clap, right? <laughs> you and I doing anything to get a cheap clap. Yeah, for go figure, right? Well, it was it was a really fun time. We We enjoyed it. And, you know, after that, there is a sense of relief and kind of celebration that goes along with with that, but the next day, for the next two days, we sat down with nationwide members and did about 25 podcasts. And we'll have some of those published here as, as a Dos Marcos podcast, maybe with some of our commentary, like we did one with Greg and Katie Law from Sweet Dreams. But it was really cool to sit down with people and help them tell their stories. And we wanted them to be able to take this content back and be like, hey, look, my industry is shining a light on who we are because they think what we're doing is important work. And, you know, it, it's funny. A lot of people did a, did a very good job of telling their story and, and kind of bring it to the surface, something that made them unique. And uh, so that was really fun and, and just such a, uh, it was really meaningful. That was one of my favorite things, just sitting down face-to-face, relaxing, taking some time and getting to know some, some folks that are, that are out there on the front lines every day. You know, something comes to mind when you, and here's what's, here's what's interesting about it. I, I bet you money, Kinsley, that the About Us section on their own website is nothing compared to what we got from them in terms of the emotion, in terms of their purpose, in terms of their interest in their store. So I just, I don't know, man. I think people just need to understand that sharing your heart, talking about your business, um, bring it out, let people connect with you that way. Um, you know, the, the stories of, um, dads, dads, uh, working or sons working with their dads and the impact their father had on them and teaching them business and all this. It was, it was really cool stuff. So I agree. That was definitely a highlight or the rickshaw ride was pretty cool. Me and you and Mike Whitaker in the French quarter on squeezing our fat butts into one rickshaw, by the way. And I think you paid the guy. So did, did, did we tip him well? 
Yeah, I mean, I flipped him a 20 for a couple of blocks. and you know, He only had 600 pounds of weight pulling behind him. He so. was sweating bullets when we got done, but there's a, even a little footage of that, I think, on the Facebook page. But. Yeah, so really good times. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to Amy Kroom. Thank you to Chad Fisher, Johnny Lamp. Thank you to Lucas, our production guy. No doubt. Uh, Mike Whitaker, Jeff Rose. Jerry Honey. I mean, yeah, the whole crew at Nationwide, thank you very, very much, and thank you to the members for welcoming us. It was like being there with a big family. Tom Hickman, you've done a great job, man. The culture of that business and uh, the heart you guys put into what you do and how you look at uh, taking care of your member, we love it. We connect with it. We try to do the same thing. And all the Prime Media guys, you guys rocked it and uh, were huge support for everyone there. So. Anyway, I think that's it, Kinsley. We kind of recapped it pretty quick. But yeah, we're gonna meet it. We're gonna meet back in Houston, man, in February. February. You want to do a repeat performance? Ooh, I got a better idea. Can't tell you. You can bounce on it. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. Cool as ice. And I'm hot like a heater. Bounce by the ounce. Now we got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get high. If you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Nothing short of cheap. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Right, listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming When your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl want to chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no, you need springs and foam Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low We got that type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot So stick with us and you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses.